0: Hi, I'm Roy Walkenhorst.
1: And I'm Judy Brooks. And welcome to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. Now, for us, that includes integrative health, quantum healing, energy medicine, and all the ways that help us achieve optimum well-being. So thanks so much for uh, joining us today. We know you have a, a lot of things you can do with your time, so we're happy that you're spending some of it with us. And we hope you're all doing well in the midst of these challenging times, to say the least. Staying safe continues to be a a very big topic these days, and on that topic, we have some important information to share with you today. We're going to find out how we can use common and readily
0: accessible products to eradicate the coronavirus and other germs that may be lurking in our home. Also today, we have more on how a certain kind of sauna can help keep us healthy and safe by making it easy to detox. We'll find out about that when we continue our series with Dr. Raleigh Duncan, a pioneer in the field of infrared saunas.
1: And Judy's self-care segment is going to talk about how to move from fear to love. But first we want to follow up on a story we brought you last week. It came from England where researchers there have launched a a training program to teach dogs to detect the coronavirus by odor in humans before uh, symptoms even appear experts at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine are working on that with Labradors and Cocker Spaniels, who've already been trained to detect the odor of diseases such as cancer, malaria, and I I believe Parkinson's.
0: They say each biodetection dog can screen up to 250 people an hour. 250 people an hour, wow. And they're not the only ones who know a lot about this fascinating possibility. Dr. Carol Osborne is an integrated veterinarian, the author of two books, Naturally Healthy Cats and Naturally Healthy Dogs, and the founder of the American Pet Institute.
1: She also has some expert insight into the ability of dogs to sniff out diseases in humans. So joining us now via Zoom from her home base near Cleveland, Ohio, is Dr. Carol Osborne. Dr. Osborne, welcome to Healing Quest. Well, thank you for having me, Judy well we are we 're excited. you heard us say that we you know we, we talked about this story last week on the show, so it was very synchronistic uh, to find out about you and and to be able to talk to you about what what you know about um, how animals can detect illness in humans uh, so let 's start there
2: you know this is, this is a, a great uh very time worthy topic we all know that, but you know, Judy about half of our brain is filled up with receptors for vision. So for most of us, wherever we go, we see the person or the room or the area. Well, in dogs, just about half of their brain is filled with receptors for smell. So wherever the dog goes, he's not really looking at the room. He's smelling the room. So uh, when it it comes to diseases, every disease, uh, from malaria to cancer to Parkinson's, and diabetes. Every disease emits a unique odor. And because the dog's nose is so sensitive, they are teaching a couple of different groups of dogs, uh, one in the UK, another uh, group in North Carolina, and yet a third at the University of Pennsylvania. They're teaching the dogs to smell, to detect the odor of individuals with COVID-19. They're using both uh, urine uh, and perspiration. When, when they get done with that, which is about a three-week process, it's called odor imprinting. They will then take the group of dogs and make sure that the level of accuracy is quite high. In other words, rule out the false positives. The whole training process, uh, they believe, is about a six- to eight-week process, which isn't long at all. And once the teams are ready to go, they will in this case be able to be deployed worldwide, if you will, uh, duty from you know airports, train stations, and bus depots to hospitals, schools, and all kinds of outdoor venues. Not only will they be able to detect the unique smell of COVID nineteen, particularly in the asymptomatic carriers, but in addition, they can also detect individuals with a fever, which you know is another characteristic of this particular virus. Those individuals can then be rounded up and uh, taken to various hospitals, et cetera, um, and and dealt with
0: accordingly. So Dr. Eisenman, are they they equally efficient uh, indoors as well as outdoors? Does it make any difference? absolutely no roy it
2: makes no difference at all you can think of man's best friend uh, helping us uh to really to put an end to this pandemic this is a simple fast and effective method to find large groups of individuals uh, again that uh, are carrying this particular virus and not only will they be able to help us put an end to the current pandemic? But because most of us are, are aware that they say a second bout of this is going to occur, they would also be able to help us eliminate or quelch, if you will, um, the uprising of a, a second little bout of this COVID-19. You know, uh, Roy, if, if you think back to malaria, the level of accuracy that these dogs showed in detecting the odor of individuals with malaria was above the standard required by the World Health Organization for a definitive diagnosis. Oh. So, yeah, these, these wow. dogs. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. It, it it really it really is amazing. Let's just take something like a prostate cancer for example. Ninety nine percent accuracy colon cancer, 97% accuracy. Breast cancer is at 90%. Bladder cancer um, is is a little bit lower. Uh, Melanoma of the skin, a very common skin cancer for many individuals, another 99%. So man's best friend is quite good at this. And you're probably wondering, well, You know, how can they do, you know, why does every disease have its own odor? Well, that's because when we have disease X, if you will, it causes volatile compounds to be produced in our blood. And those compounds are released
1: through the urine and through the perspiration. Well, that makes sense. If
0: you're just joining us, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. You're listening to Healing Quest.
1: And I'm Judy Brooks, and we're speaking with uh, Carol, Dr. Carol Osborne about the ability of dogs to detect illnesses like the coronavirus in humans.
0: Uh, what I want to know is the, the two breeds that, that the um, uh, experts in London uh, picked out, I think it was Labs and Cocker I, Spaniels. Right. I'm interested how, how many breeds are able to do this?
2: That's a great question, Roy. Uh, first of all, all dogs um, have all those great olfactory receptors in their brain. So all dogs have an incredibly unique and accurate sense of smell. But what they screen this these groups of dogs for, if you will, um, are other qualities, um, intelligence, reliability, you know what I'm saying? So that they can, in fact, deploy these dogs into to various public areas and know that the dogs are going to do exactly what they've been trained to do and not just you know kind of wander off and mingle with the crowd for example <laughs> so right. usually you would think of similar dogs that you might think of um you know with police and, and other things like that you think of the german shepherds uh, and the labs are usually the first group that come to mind But then, you know, every now and then a little cocker spaniel kind of sneaks in there, which I thought was very cute. You know, what's uh, really pretty interesting is um, they've got researchers and scientists at a couple different locations across the country, and they're trying to basically make an artificial canine nose. And the goal of that um, is to use a process called gas chromatography, and that would be used to isolate in this case, the specific compounds for COVID-19 that the dogs identify, and they're trying to make a simple breathalyzer test that would simply change color uh, when the indication is positive for, in this case, COVID-19, um, in another case, you know, let's say breast cancer. So they haven't exactly come up with the artificial canine nose, but I assure you that they are working on it day and night to get something like that to work as well as our best friends knows.
0: Well, thanks, Dr. Osborne. We've been speaking with Dr. Carol Osborne about the effort to train dogs to sniff out the coronavirus in humans. Dr. Osborne, if if our listeners want to find out more about you, maybe the two books you've written, how would you direct them to do so?
2: Great point, Roy. Roy. Uh, Our website ChagrinFallsPetClinic.com. Chagrin is an Indian word. Uh, C-H-A-G is in green, R-I-N. ChagrinFallsPetClinic.com. All kinds of information, uh, products, over a thousand articles that I've written addressing all kinds of topics from A to Z. We also welcome our pet-loving listeners from all across the country to give us a call right here. Toll-free, it's 866-DR-CAROL, which is 866-372-2765.
1: Well, that was very interesting. I, I want to have her back on the show. I think that she probably have a lot of insight on other ways we could keep our animals yeah, healthy. Yeah, we've
0: heard for a while that, that dogs do have that. This isn't news that dogs in general can sniff out specific diseases, but that they can identify the coronavirus. That's a great bit of information.
1: That would be great. Well, up next, details on a scientific protocol for cleaning and disinfecting your home to combat the coronavirus if those bad guys try to move in. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, healingquest.tv.
0: And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhurst,
1: And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio.
0: Healing Quest is brought to you by Clearlight Infrared, makers of jacuzzi saunas whose infrared heating technology penetrates deep to boost the immune system, increase blood flow, reduce stress, and detox naturally. You can learn more about jacuzzi saunas at infraredsaunas.com. That's infraredsaunas.com. And use the promo code Healing Quest. Or you can call Clearlight at 1-800-798-1779. That's one eight hundred seven nine eight seventeen seventy nine.